Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of a hero's triumph against darkness? A dragon's journey of self-discovery? Or perhaps two souls' quests to find unity? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. and welcome to this episode of the rpg show my name is brent i'm your host i'm this is the show where we rate review and talk about rpgs and with me today i have the man that actually has no personality nicholas gantner how's it going man uh i'm actually a robot in the man's skin that's uh that seems feasible are you a lady robot in a man's skin though uh i'm whatever gender you want me to be baby oh i want you to be both can you do that for me uh, I'm sure we could make a workaround for that. I guess. I don't know. It's getting real weird, huh? Uh, feels like I haven't talked to you since the last time we did a recording, because that's probably the case. Uh, you know, I took some shit on Twitter about my, my brain lord hate, and, uh, you know, everybody kind of sided with you on that one, but I think they're, I still think they're wrong, personally. Like, there are things in that really? game. Really? I'm going to have to check that out. There, there are things in the game that just don't work. Like, it's not... I don't think it's a good game. Like, by no stretch of the imagination. It's like, why has people got to hate so much? But anyway, um, this could be kind of a loose show. Like, I don't even know if we'll stay on topic. We're just going to kind of talk for some time and see what happens, right? That sounds good. Have you had a chance to watch uh, the new Luke Cage series on, on Netflix yet? No, I haven't. All right, uh, I I basically have so since the last time we recorded, I've been wa- binge watched all that. So if I were to rate like the like the Netflix series, so like the best one so far is obviously Daredevil season one, right? And then I would probably go with with Luke Cage, followed by uh, Daredevil season two, followed by uh, Jessica Jones, like uh, I really. Just, yeah, uh, I might put Jessica Jones above Daredevil season two. Like I was not a fan of Daredevil season two. Like it was way too slow. So, uh, um, you know, that's I definitely rank it above Jessica Jones though for sure. Because like, I mean, I don't know how they're gonna save Jessica Jones now. Because uh, fuck the purple guy. I can't remember the fucking name is. I can't remember who the actor is. Like was the crowning point of that show. Now I don't. Anytime that he was not on the screen or nothing was about him, it was about her sex problems, drug problems, drinking problems, whatever the fuck. Like, I'm like, I don't really care. I don't care. Like, I don't care for a, like, the superhero who sucks at being a superhero thing. Just give me Why? the awesome villain. 
Well, I mean, then they kill them. Luke Cage kind of like, so the whole thing about Luke Cage is like, and that's kind of like the problem with the show in general is if you know anything about Luke Cage, like he's, he's, you know, supposedly, uh, invulnerable and he's got the super strength. So like, uh, and they couldn't go like super villain level stuff. Like they wanted to have him fighting like street level crime at least for the first you know big portion of the the uh series there so like then a half of it becomes about how the villain is going to disable luke cage and you get like four or five episodes where it's just like hit them having to deal with like them finding out like how to disable luke cage um a lot of night nurse action in uh rosario a lot of you know got to look at a lot of rosario dawson this in this season of uh marvel on netflix and that's good like anytime rosario dawson's around i'm game so uh that was all good i really enjoyed it uh there were like my biggest problem with it has been sort of kind of like my biggest problem with no man's sky where it's like everybody that's all everybody wants to talk about and they never want to talk about the actual like what you're watching but the implications of what's happening and uh so it's like it's this i get it you know he's a african-american superhero and everybody's like uh like they try and draw these uh parallels with because of course there's dirty cops and it's like there's this whole thing where uh it's like you know his basically his superhero outfit is is a hoodie and it's like you know it's a black man in a hoodie is saving harlem and whatever and it's like uh it's kind of like a him versus the police but then it's not really the problem it tends to, it, it it like so everybody's like saying that the series is taking a stance on like the whole black lives matter thing like it's it's really supposed to be this socially uh aware commentary and then i'm like well if you really want to look at that then the biggest bad dudes in the series which there are two of them are other black guys so you're really kind of undermining your own message by trying to pull a message out of it, if you understand what I'm saying. And that's, that whole thing has kind of bothered me. It's like everybody wants to use it as this, this progressive sort of thing without actually paying attention to the context and like, uh, actual content of the show. Um, but as far as well, like... Everybody does that on the daily, though. They pick and choose what they like out of every situation, and that's how shit gets all fucked up and confused. It is. It is. It's. It's like. Uh, so I mean, I get it. Um, like it. Like I really, I did really enjoy it. Um, like the, a lot of the superheroing is 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 uh, way better than um, some of the other stuff. Like I liked Jessica Jones for the like cerebral. It was more like a like a like a thriller thing than it was a like superhero movie and this is kind of this is this is more superhero-y and i don't know i just enjoyed it uh, hopefully you'll get to watch okay. it before long and and uh we can talk about it because i mean hopefully it, like there are like really cool nods to the whole like a lot of the stuff from the 70s and um you know, that's another thing I don't think people take into account when they, they bring up, like, the whole Luke Cage and it's, like, uh, great black uh, superheroes. I'm like, uh, he was born out of an exploitation comic. So, I don't know if we really want to, like, sure, like, uh, glorify, like, him as, like, an active character in the Marvel Universe. But don't, like, tout about 
like his origins, how early he was inducted into like the thing. It's because no, that was an exploitation comic. Let's be let's be fair. In the same way that Iron Fist was born out of like the you know uh, kung fu movie craze, like he was like Luke Cage, Power Man was born out of the exploitation era in the in the seventies. So I mean, he wore a tiara and in like big baggy clothes and had a fucking afro. Like let's be let's be honest with ourselves. So uh it is, you know, that's it is what it is. Um what games you been I mean, playing? I, What's what do you I was that? to say like I I uh, supply more conversation to this, but you're kind of beyond my expertise. Well, that's fair. I mean, that's this isn't a like comic book show. Uh, you know, I think I have a decent amount of knowledge. I, I'm not going to be like I read the original issues, but since you know, I uh, that was something. Have you read the original issues? No, I have not read the original issues. I've read oh. a few trades, um, and uh, my knowledge, you know, sort of is stuck there. Because I mean, this my experience with comics isn't it, like I didn't have a place to buy comics growing up, but I was always interested in comics and comic book heroes throughout. Uh, you know, middle school, high school, whenever I got a chance to, to get my hands on something, I would. And a lot of my knowledge of superheroes came from reading, like, they put these, like, uh, they're, like, large size magazines, almost, like, in, like, Walmarts that would have, like, multiple, like, little short comics in them. And I had a bunch of those. Um, but it, when I became, like, an, you know, had a license to drive, um, I would seek out more comics or uh when the internet became more of a thing like you can like i can easily get my hands on trades you know i could ride to fucking books a million and buy a trade like i have tons of trades that i've i've read and that's kind of like more my stance on comics is like i read a lot of trades so um all right so for the comic book newbies out there what the hell is a trade i thought they're all just comic books a trade is a collection of comic books so, like, if you get, like... Oh, so it's like a little omnibus type thing. Yeah, so, like, if you pick up The Amazing Spider-Man Volume 1, that's a trade. Because it's, like, a paperback size, you know, it's like a book-sized collection of, you know, anywhere between 4 and 12 issues. And that's that's how I digest my, my comic books. I very rarely, very rarely do I pick up a series and I'm reading it issue by issue. I tend, like, I, I, I wait for the trade um, is, is my my go-to because like if you categorize like comic book nerds into multiple tiers like there's the issue by issue readers and the people that have been reading you know comics since crisis on the cross but i couldn't do that because you know i'm i'm a not that old and b didn't have access to that kind of stuff um then then you know the trade the guys they consider the guys that just wait for trades like a little further down because they're not really you know keeping up with what's current um I'm definitely a step above, you know, the, you know, a lot of the stuff you see these days where it's like, they're into, like, the, the whole, uh, holy shit, my goddamn fucking phone won't stop going off. Like, the, like, the nerd chic thing, like, oh man, or geek chic, this, that whole fucking thing pisses, you can, and anybody can ask Nick about that, I get so mad, I get so mad when I see people that are, like, want to have some conversation, because it's become cool to like those things, but when they have zero actual knowledge of anything, I get incredibly mad, and when I don't, when I claim I don't have knowledge on it, I, I will admit, I, I have no idea, like, I have no idea, so, uh, you know, because well, I feel like that's a big difference between... Uh, I guess people with different personality types. Like, I feel like you and I are comfortable with 
ourselves enough that we can admit when we're wrong, which is a huge, or I guess we're, when we're ignorant about something, which I guess is seen as a huge flaw for some people. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to ever be like seen in a negative light, so they always try, even if they have to make shit up, it's set to make it seem like they know what they're talking about. They just make shit up uh, so that they can still maintain that kind of perception that they are above somebody in some kind of instance. Oh, sure. Whereas sure. if you don't take the, because I feel like it's almost like if you people that crave knowledge understand that they're ignorant, they're always going to be ignorant. There's never, you're never going to have all the knowledge in the universe. So you're always welcome to more knowledge. So you, I guess you humble yourself in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're like, oh, okay, well, I didn't know that. Can you inform me about that? So now I will know about it. As yeah, opposed to being blusteringly ignorant and keep, uh, I guess, well, and I, I, that. I also think it comes from a, uh, like a, a point where like a lot of people don't think it's okay to think something's cool if you don't know everything about it right so in order for your like let's say it, it so let's say you never had any introduction to like nerd culture geek culture before like it became cool and now it's cool and it really does interest you like you're legitimately interested in why comic books have gotten so so big or you really want to delve into the nitty-gritty of you know robotics or uh, video games or whatever sort of subculture you want to become involved in like that's awesome like adding like i have no problem adding people to the collective people that that like it but i would rather those people admit that they they're only now getting into it Right. Instead of trying to feign some sort of uh, like, oh, like this hipster attitude, like I liked it before it was cool. Like you're lying because I knew you a decade ago and you did not think it was cool. All right. Like, don't fuck with me. (laughs) Like that's that's the stuff that that aggravates me. Like, I mean, if like so if you want to be like uh, like because my neighbor's the best example, like this guy. Uh, since it has become cool, like he's been really interested in it, and he's the kind of guy that's like, oh, I never read that series. Like, when was that out? Like, he didn't know uh, when the uh, like uh, the Winter Soldier thing was was starting up. Uh, like after the first Captain America movie, I was like, I, yeah, I mean, they're just gonna go into Winter Soldier next. That's the best place for him to go. He's like, oh, what's Winter Soldier? And I was like, oh, well, that's a it's a trade. Uh, I can't remember the guy who wrote it now. He's like, but that's the whole like Bucky comes back and they're like enemies and it's it's great. You should you should you should definitely read it. And uh, and he went off to read it. And so I mean, it's I don't know how to say it. Like that's the kind of people you want in the fandom. Yes, yeah, exactly right. Like like that's those are the people that I'm like, yes, come on, like breathe like breathe the great like atmosphere that is that is nerd culture right like those are the people i want i don't want like because if you come out and been like uh well yeah i don't know though like trying to like feign some sort of knowledge to feel like superior or in in the cool then i would have had a problem with it um and i and you know that could be a problem with like nerds in general right because like in high school if you're the guy like uh, i would say it's fair to say you know I was, uh, you know, and you have a lot of knowledge about something that's super niche, right? Super niche, maybe not comic books, but maybe it's fantasy books or, or RPGs is a great, great one. It's like you have this knowledge about this super niche thing, and that's, but that's kind of all you've got, right? You know, like, that's the only way you can hold yourself above the people that are trying to tear you down is like, well, they don't know 
you know, what's really cool. I know what's really cool and fun, and they're just stupid blunderheads. So when it became, like, uh, cool for this stuff to be, like, in vogue, uh, then... Like, that was kind of the nerd backlash. Like, you guys aren't allowed to know anything. The only way we're going to accept you is if you have an equal or comparative knowledge of it to us. And so, like, I think, like, the hipsters and everybody that's trying to pile into it, um, it's just like a back and forth. And I just hate the whole thing. And, like, I hate the fact that we've spent ten minutes talking about it. Like, the whole thing just makes me uncomfortable because people are jackasses on both sides of the aisle, you know? about it and you know it's it's like fuck it man um i don't even know i don't even know how we got there does it matter though uh Uh, like went from talking about uh netflix comic adaptations to actual comics to nerd culture being stolen away from us yeah so uh but uh what uh what have you been playing man what have you been up to uh sorry had a heck of a heck of a log there. Good. Um, Save it. I've been uh playing Breath of Fire Four. Uh just got Ursula. Nice. So I should, I think I'm about halfway done if I remember properly, but um yeah, I'm just playing that, uh when I can. Uh playing Fallout New Vegas. Okay. And Really, just focusing on those. I guess Destiny, once every once in a while. But uh, yeah, just that working, going to school. How's school been coming? Living, living the life. Uh, I, don't know, I haven't been there for like the last three days because I've been sick. Oh well, aren't you? No. Aren't you a little like pussy? I got? I mean, whatever. Like I, I can't <laughs> breathe. Can't. I couldn't focus. It's like one of those things where uh, like I had a fever. Um, and any medicine I was taking wasn't actually helping, it didn't feel like. Um, and like it was like a mix of congestion and I guess like a headache where I was like in a fog. Yeah. And, uh, like I'm already kind of a sickly person, I guess. Like less hail than most, I would say. You, um, you rolled low on your constitution score. That's, I mean, pretty that's, much. That's, that's, that's the giveaway. That's why I always lean towards uh, like more agile uh, characters. Constitution, your dumb, it's your dumb stat, man. Let's be fair. Um, yeah. So like, I was getting faint every now and now and then. I'd get up and walk around and have to like lean against the door frame and catch uh, my, I guess, steadiness back. I don't know what the proper term would be. Regain composure. Uh, say that again. I said regain some composure. I guess, yeah. So skip work uh, a couple days because I kind of get in there and just mis- been miserable for a while. But I got some gaming done, so that was a good trade off. <laughs> hey, man, that's that's our life, man. Because uh, I I had a conversation with Swedish superfan uh, Minthian uh, the other day because uh, we were talking to him. He's like he was asking me how I find time. To, to like I got the baby in the house I got uh, like I got the games I got to play for this show I've got uh, you know I, I try and keep up with my character in WoW for the raid chat show um, occasionally I have to watch you know watch a movie so I can be on uh, only one so far but I have to watch you know guest on other shows um, 
so he's like he's just like where do you get the time and it's like well mostly by removing sleep from my schedule like i used to be the guy that's like no i'm gonna sleep eight to nine hours like you're not gonna get any less sleep out of me and that has not been the case recently i think i haven't had more than five hours sleep a night in in months now but uh it's not kicking me in the ass as much as i thought it would be like i've kind of gotten used to it uh but yeah no it's uh it's definitely been a thing for sure it's been a challenge but uh it'll come through like the What's that? I feel like we traded we traded places because I have been going to sleep earlier uh, than I used to, mm-hmm. so I've been losing some time yeah. uh, for gaming. And whereas you used to be like in bed nine nine thirty, you can get up, and get yeah. your shit done throughout yeah. the day. So well, it's most just strange to me. Most of it has come from I think it's because I have to eat dinner so late now. Like we don't like actually start eating dinner or making dinner until after the baby's in bed and the baby goes to bed somewhere between seven and seven thirty. So it's like I used to eat dinner by like six, and now I'm not even it's not even started cooking until seven seven thirty. Sometimes like eight o'clock, and I can't just eat dinner and go to bed like that's not gonna work for me because like i'm starting to burn the calories from the food i ingested like uh you know you get that little spurt of energy after you eat a meal so then it's like you know 11 o'clock then it's 11 30 then it's 12 o'clock and like fuck i gotta be up in five hours i need to go to sleep and i kind of have to force myself to go to sleep um so it's it's uh it is it is weird because we did used to be in opposite positions that way. But hey, I get more gaming in, I get more time to do X, Y, and Z. Um, so, and the it is good. Let's say it is pretty cool though. How uh, you just you do something and your body adapts to it. Mm-hmm. Like I tried staying up once uh, again, like recently. Uh, like it was like one in the morning. So I could get up at like seven. You go to work. And I was—I felt like shit all day. Whereas in the past, I used to be okay. Like I'd, I'd have energy and be able to manage. But since I've been getting more sleep, my body's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Hold yeah. on." Yeah, it's it's it. That is a weird uh, or a cool thing about human biology, I guess, as we adapt. Uh, you know, it's just uh, it is it is it is interesting to say the least. Uh, I've never. It's never that's never been my MO is to stay up late and do things. And I, I think it'll it'll slowly get back into in the swing. Um, especially with the whole like right now I'm having to spend a lot of extra time in, in, in WoW, uh, because it's everything's new, so I've gotta get my character caught up and eventually it'll be back to the point where, you know, I log in two, three times a, a week to do the thing only the things that, you know, I'm there to do. Um, so that's that'll that'll slow down and but i'll probably still stay at like five hours sleep so i can actually get these 30 and 40 hour games that we have to play done um without a couple all-nighters because the past past couple i've had a few where it's just like guess i'm not sleeping tonight i'm fucking playing this all night oh shit okay Uh, that's that's been rough that's that's been rough but it is uh it is uh it's fine because i get a little punch drunk about hour 36 I've realized a little slap happy, like just like just like I'm like everything's kosher, man. I'm doing great. <laughs> like uh, I'm just so well past the point of like giving a fuck, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I've been playing Breath of Fire four. Um, I just picked up Ursula as well, so uh, I think according to the walk uh, the the fact I'm using, like I'm I'm about halfway through um, as far as like little points 
in the chapters or whatever because that's just kind of what I go by. And yeah. uh, so that's been great. I'm really digging that. Uh, I have yet to kick the Advanced Wars 2 uh, habit because I'm like, oh, I could go back in like S-rank maps. So I've been going back and getting S-ranks on maps that I only got A's or B's on. Um, you know, that's, you know, it's, that's been, that's been me, I guess. Uh, part of the appeal of it. It is, it is. And, uh, it's, I don't know. Um, when, when the days I am home alone with, with Carter, that's, that's when I get a lot of the TV time in. So I've, you know, polished off a few, uh, few movies I hadn't seen, you know, got the whole, uh, Luke Cage thing done, caught up on like a few different TV series. I've been really into that stupid Forged in Fire show. Like, I can't stop watching that. Uh, I've gotten back into... uh, What is it? I don't even want to know. I don't even want to think about it. Like, just some... Like, there's a lot of garbage TV where it's just easy to have and slowly pay attention to when when we're... We are uh, just chilling. All right, and uh, we're going to take a short break. When we get back, we'll have more discussion. All right, everyone, I just wanted to step in here for a second while me and Nick take a short break to make sure everyone knows uh, everything that's going on in the network, okay? Uh, First off, I just wanted to make sure everybody's checking out Video Games the Movie. Uh, It's a great show. Blaine and James, they go, they take about 30 minutes and talk about, you know, movies based on video games. It's a real good time. Uh, keep your eye out. We are getting ready to relaunch slash rebrand the tabletop show. For those of you that were listening to that, um, we're sort of redoing how we're scheduling and planning and laying out the show. Um, it'll be a basically an all new show. Uh, so keep an eye out for that as well as our new world of Warcraft podcast called raid chat. Uh, that's been doing incredibly well I'm getting a lot of feedback on that and I really appreciate that so if that's really your bag be sure to check that out uh, secondly next episode of course is the breath of fire review so we want everyone to send in uh, your questions comments on breath of fire if you have quick fire questions for us again we're always open to submit uh, submissions for quick fire questions for that segment of that show uh, so without further ado uh, we're gonna get back to it And we're back. All right, so this is the time, uh, I guess. See, have you used... All right, so I know nobody really likes it when I talk about it on the show, but for rating, we switched from using... We used to use Mumble, right? And we switched to using a service called Discord. Have you heard of this? Yeah, I used to use Discord all the time. Okay. Like, so I could theoretically create a discord for the show because people are always asking like ways they could like play other games with us or or chat with us on the regular like both of us um and since discord has a really easy to use like phone app yeah i have it already on my phone so um i guess i want to know if anybody's interested in us using that uh instead of you know our other means of, well, I mean, we would still leave those open, right? And we'd still go with all those, but if there's interest in a Discord server for the show, just let us know um, if that's something everybody would be interested in using, and I'll set one up and put the link in, uh, 
on the website or in the show notes or whatever we need to do. So, uh, I guess just let us know about that. I don't really know. Um, so Halloween's coming up. Got any cool plans? Uh, working, I guess. Doing at school. I don't even know what day it is. Uh, Halloween falls on a Monday, I think. Yeah. So yeah, working, going to school. I don't know if there's any kind of parties or anything that's going on on that weekend. I haven't been told about it yet. So, so. I mean, do we want to throw a Halloween? We should throw a Halloween. We could talk about that later. Um, but can Dan texted me the other day. He's in Oklahoma or was in Oklahoma. Yeah. I guess he saw like there's this post that went around like a couple months ago. It was like top, uh, like top fifteen names that of that like a uh, list of the top fifteen names for assholes in twenty fifteen or some shit. Okay. And Nick was number one, but I've seen it posted like it's posted on my wall before. But I guess he found it, thought it was cute, and sent it to me in a text. And I was like, ha ha, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Got me. Got me, <laughs> Burn, uh, got him. And then he's like, "Hey, man, how's it been? It's been a while." And uh, so we should, like we caught up a little. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, "We should hang out. I miss hanging out with you." I'm like, "All right, so just let me know when you're free, and we'll do something." I guess I haven't heard anything. I'm not really expecting to hear anything. Yeah, but I was just like, uh, that was kind of a, a weird thing. As an aside, so no, that's that's again. an awesome aside. Uh, maybe we can maybe we can do something for Halloween. You know like clean the bar or pull all the stuff out of the bar decorate do the whole thing you know that sounds like fun maybe all right dress up yeah we'll talk about it after the show um but i guess i guess the thing i really wanted to get to because all right so remember a long time ago we talked about like our favorite like uh like horror movies that a lot of people hadn't heard of like remember that was a thing that me and you had a discussion about probably all right so there's a horror movie, and I think I, I explained this movie to you, called House, right? Where it's just, like, this dude inherits this haunted house, and, like, his son disappears in the pool. And then, like, it's just ridiculous demon and ghost encounter after ridiculous demon and ghost encounter, right? Um, and I really like the original house. It's super campy. It's, it's tons of fun. But then I found out they had a sequel... And I, I kind of looked in the sequel, I'm like, oh, this is utter garbage, this really went down the rabbit hole, and then I was like, wait a second, there's fucking four of these movies, and part of me wants to sit down sometime this month, uh, probably by myself, but like, and watch them, and I just, I, it, like, that seems like so much, just, so, it, they, I don't know, I don't know what to expect. Because the second one looks like utter shit, and like, the fourth one, I saw a scene, like, if you look up House 4... I'm your pizza man, all right? It's the scene where this pizza, they get pizza delivered to this haunted house. And, like, the pizza guy does this whole elaborate thing, like, he's just singing and doing all this really annoying shit. And they kick him out, and they take the pizza to the, the kitchen and open it up, and it's the dude's face is on the pizza, and it starts singing at her. And so she closes it, and when she opens it back up, it, like, starts spitting, like, pizza sauce on her, and she starts, like, stabbing the box with a knife and throws it down the fucking uh, garbage disposal, and there's just, like, pizza sauce everywhere. And then apparently her daughter that's in some 19, like, 20s fucking style wheelchair goes back in the room, and she's like, she's like, are you happy now? No more anchovies! And it's it's so just over the top, and I don't know why I felt the need to bring it up, but it, I like... It was a rabbit hole I went down the other day, and it was amazing. Uh, so. Yeah, I just looked it up. 
and like I got to the part where he starts singing the first, I guess, verse, and this is gonna be stuck in my head now. Thanks. I'm you're you're, asshole. you're welcome. You're welcome. Like you just watch the whole clip. It is it is marvelous in its uh, stupidity. Uh, speaking of movies and kind of on topic, I did sit down to try and watch that Kingsglaive movie, the prequel to Final Fantasy Fifteen. Uh, uh, I like how ominous your phrasing there is. I tried to sit down and watch this. Yeah, thing. man, I couldn't do it. Like, I, because I mean, we watched all the other shitty Final Fantasy movies, and like, everybody, from everything I had heard, like, this was better than the other ones. This movie was boring as fuck. Like, I got about thirty minutes into it, and I, I paused it because I wanted to see how far along I was in. I was like, I got a whole nother like hour and some change in this movie. Fuck that! I am not watching this. Like, I just couldn't do it. Um... And that's that speaks leagues. This is a Final Fantasy movie. The 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 CG is gorgeous. Like the, they've got awesome voice actors. And I would rather watch a movie with a singing pizza man and talking haunted pizza than watch the rest of the hour of this fucking movie. Like that's that's the world we live in. And so I mean, it definitely like the the uh, the sort of. Like, the aesthetics of the two different, like, countries and war and stuff. Like, all that stuff was cool and hasn't really diminished my anticipation for Final Fantasy XV. But that movie was, was, I was not a fan. I was, I was very, I was just bored. I didn't really care what was happening. So, because there was a moment where I sat down to watch it and I was like, all right, maybe this is, I don't know, maybe a week ago. I was like, maybe I'll text Nick and see, it'd be like, all right, can you watch Kingsglaive for the next recording and we can talk about it? And I got about 30 or 40 minutes like, I'm not doing that to him. That's, that's, no, not happening. We're fucking done here. Off. On to the next thing. So. Well, I mean, I've got, I would say I've got a more, uh, well, I don't know, it's kind of, kind of, I guess it, it depends on the, the media. But I'd say I can tolerate more shit on, on some things than you can. Uh, but then again, you can tolerate more shit on some things. Like, I, would, I don't think I would ever have watched Monkey Shan. Oh, uh, shit. Fucking worst movie that's ever. That's what it's called. It was Monkey Shine, right? Monkey Shines. Okay. Or Monkey Shine. I don't know. It's the worst movie ever made, guys. Like, I, yeah, you can send me your emails like, oh, there's fucking Troll 2 and all this other stuff. Like, Monkey Shines is absurd. The climax of the movie is a battle scene between a capuchin monkey and a quadriplegic. Not a paraplegic a quadriplegic and the quadriplegic wins like by luring the monkey in for a hug and then biting down on its neck and thrashing around that is the resolution to this motherfucking movie it is the most absurd piece of cinema i have ever experienced in my life like i can't i i it's pretty sounds pretty atrocious it like, hurt. like, were you doing this for like with a podcast thing too at the same time? No, like I like they were watching shitty movies and you were watching them to like, catch up on them. No, like uh, it might have been like it might have been one of a podcast that about bad movies, or it could have been like I have been known to seek out bad movies to watch because every now and then I like just to watch a bad movie, like a shitty movie, like because it is its own uh, fun experience because you don't have to. Like, you're not really investing in the movie. You're just kind of watching this train wreck unfold, right? And uh, I enjoy it a lot, actually. So it is, it is very, you know, occasionally I do, I seek out these things. 
Um, and Would then, you say it's a you watch it to see how much worse it can get? I guess. I guess. Like, uh, I don't know if it's that or because for me, like some of these, like some really cheesy bad movies are like they have the most lasting impression, like of quotable things, or they make interesting things to talk about for because so like monkey shines as terrible as it is like that's always something i can bring up in discussion when somebody's talking about oh this is the worst movie i've ever seen i can be like nope let me hook you up right like uh i always you know it's like something i have and then so like the i'm i'm your pizza man thing if i were to sit down and watch that movie i would probably like by the looks of that movie i would probably be quoting that movie for weeks okay so um it's just fun, and like horror movies are like I guess like the best example of them because you know you watch uh, like so like a comedy right where people are trying to make you laugh. If it falls flat and it's not funny, it is more sort of like boring or uncomfortable to watch than like a bad horror movie is or a bad drama is. So um, yeah, like it's uh. I really, that's why I really enjoy, like, just, like, and I'm not even that big into horror movies, but shitty horror movies, man, I can watch them all day long. Like, it, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't really know why we, I don't, I don't know why we're talking about anything in this show, guys. Like, I, we had a discussion topic, and I kind of, like, so, I guess what I really, like, the subject that we set aside is I wanted to kind of talk about fan-created content. Right, and we can kind of talk about it now. Um, and was that, it a fan art now or something? No, like, like, yeah. So like fan art, uh, like remixes of songs from video games, uh, like fan, uh, like uh, fan translations, uh, and like fan patches to games, mods, uh, and in some cases remakes. And I sort of, sort of wanted to see where you draw the line on what a fan should be able to do before the like company or the people that made or own the IP takes actionable uh, like actions against the people making it. Like, where do you think that line should be drawn? I feel like as long as you are not actively uh, tarnishing, like if you. If you're taking an IP and you're going out of your way to pervert the IP in a, a way that damages the, uh, I guess, the image of the of the company, uh, like the parent company or whatever, okay. uh, you definitely should not be doing that kind of shit. Well, uh, are we talking like, like tarnish like as in parody or or make inferior like, uh, like quality? Like mm, inferior quality, I guess, would be like... I guess it doesn't matter. Like fan, I feel like fans can do whatever the fuck they want. But if you're trying to like publish it or like get hype built for your thing or whatever, and it's shit, like don't do that. Like that, come on, that's. Or do you think do you're you th- not doing do you, nothing for anybody? Do you? So does that line? So if they're not trying to make money off of it. You, but, if you're not making money off it, I feel like you do it as the fuck you want. Okay, all right, and that's and I'm kind of in the same boat where I think you know even if it is shitty and you're trying to like hype up a thing, like as long as you're not trying to make money off of it and people are aware that it's not like an official licensed product of that IP, that's fine. Um, I'm okay with that as long as you're not trying to make money on it. But there's so many ways to market digital or uh, 
content these days that you could be sort of backwards making money off a thing, you know, either through advertising and traffic on your site or or linking to other projects that you make money off of. Like, um, it is kind of a tricky subject. And people get... I feel like, though, like, if you are... Like, because people do that for anything. People, like, right now, like, I guess it's not, I don't know if it's too popular anymore, but, like, clickbaiting mm-hmm. is a thing that people get money off of. Uh, like, so it's just, uh, I feel like it comes with the territory of the online digital presence. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a a factor in the, I guess, the world we're living in now mm-hmm. that it's a means of, uh, I guess, uh, income without actually having to provide any type of service. And I don't feel like that's wrong. I feel like it's using the available means to you to generate income. Is it shady? Sure. But I don't feel like there's anything wrong. You're not hurting anybody from doing Um, that? I think think when it comes to an intellectual property, though, it can be. Um, And so I kind of want to step in and sort of defend these companies that own these properties because a lot of people get really hurt or really bent out of shape when um an owner of a property or a licensed product comes in and shuts down say a fan film or a fan remake of a game or a movie a tv show whatever it is and they come in and shut them down and people get really upset like this thing was great or this thing was whatever what do you why are you ruining the thing that i just want to celebrate what you have by people making more things around it and that's fair but i think it really comes down to law right and it's not that these companies want to make you stop like they wouldn't actually prefer you to make a million fan films because all that does is um, promote their product further for free. But under U.S. copyright law, if you do not actively protect your intellectual property, um, then it you can lose it. Like it can become a common use thing, whatever it is, and um, so that's why they have to actively squash these you know fan reproductions fan films um a lot of the times and as long as it like most times they're only going to do it if it's generating like a certain level of hype or advertising or some sort of monetization monetization from the project um but you have to realize that again they're not coming in like the big evil overlord to shut you down they have to do it in order to be able to uphold that copyright in case someone legitimately was trying to sell a like a a copy of their work that wasn't themselves so um you know for people out there making you know fan content just keep that in mind it's not cuz they're evil or bad um but what i do think companies are missing out on with these these fan projects is they should really be looking at the ones that they're litigating against and seeing what it is about that project that had people so behind it um like and maybe consider you know this is the direction fans want us to go in instead of being like nope that's not what we want to do they like blah that's not no money in that fuck off like that that tends to bother me um but have you ever uh, personally experienced like like a, a a favorite fan film or like a like a, a 
Like, have you ever played, like, a fan translation of a thing or, uh, like, a fan-generated sequel to something that you really enjoyed? Before I get on that, I just have a comment about, like, the copyright crap. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like... I don't know how well versed you are in that, and I'm not going to claim to have any, like, in-depth knowledge. But from what I can recall, uh, you the copyright and trademark and all that kind of crap used to be... A lot more lenient but then uh, i guess corporations i think it started with like walt disney or something because yeah. uh, i think mickey mouse was about to expire so he they did some litigation or lobbying or something and were able to extend that out well that's so it, that's the reason we get a new spider-man film well we were getting a new spider-man film every x number of years so sony could maintain that copyright like that i think that's where that came from yeah all i can say about that is it's i feel like it's you should have. It, I guess it was it was made to so that you have a uh, like a, a reasonably like a reasonable usage of your IP or mm-hmm. whatever your creation is, but it, nothing's ever intended to be kept to one person forever. I guess because I I guess it, it ties into my freedom of knowledge type thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all about spreading information and spreading knowledge and creative usage and all that shit. Whatever. Like I. I'm all about that. And so I guess it irks me a little bit just that people are well, selfishly holding on to things that aren't even theirs. Like they were not even their creation. They just happened to obtain the rights to it or some kind of crap. Anyway, that's I, I think that's another rant well, for later. I, I think no, I think I can agree with you on say that because I mean you take something like Aladdin, right? And Aladdin is now a technically a Disney property even though that's not an original Disney story like that's you know I get that as a thing but I think Disney's perhaps the most egregious example of the use of that because and I you know common and fair use I think is what it's called and uh and like something becomes like a part of like general culture it tends to lose its copyrightability or whatever but at the same time, like, I think it should be within DC's, like, say, DC's legal right, even though Batman's been around forever and well beyond the intended range of a copyright, I don't think anybody should be able to go make a Batman comic. I think that should be owned and controlled by DC Comics, because that is still something that they make a, you know, marketable profit, you know, like, largest portion of their profit from. You understand well, what I'm saying? The issue, though, is is if you you are stuck in that kind of thinking where oh they're they're doing it okay, let them keep doing it. If there are com- competitors out there uh, that were able to make this the pro- a product with a similar thing, the free market would determine whose product is valuable or not. And eventually, there's still there'll be inferior, I guess, things coming out. But eventually, if if they do if they keep up the good work on their uh, I guess they're making their product valuable to the consumers, then they have nothing to worry about. But then again, that's assuming that the market can support um, that many players in that field, right? So let's take, like, comics is a great example of this. So let's say, you know, the Batman copyright became general use, right? Uh, there are only so many people, there's a, a definite amount of people buying comics, right? And yes. say, uh, then that year there are 20 new Batman series because everybody can write a Batman book and Batman's worth 
you know, X number of dollars or X percentage of the comic book share. Um, even if DC is writing the best Batman book out, they are subject to to lose or even even in the comic book industry, it'd be very like, so if DC lost the Batman and Superman copyrights, they would be done. Like, it doesn't matter if they still have the right to make the books. Like they, like it is so much what keeps that company going. Um, Taking movies and stuff outside of that industry. Let's assume they're only making money and thriving off the comic book industry, um, which is a creative market. They would go under. And I don't think that's fair for everyone that works at DC, because you got to remember, this is a company that's that's hiring people that have been in industry for X number of years. Um, it you know there it there is, and the thing with intellectual property here is, I don't think someone else should be able to ride a new entry. So let's say Batman does go free market or open source or whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't think people should be able to ride that that coattail. Like it's an intellectual property. Come up with your own story. Like you don't need Batman for your story. Like come up with your that's, own character. That's the same. That is what a lot of companies like Disney does. Like they steal stories from other things and they do a little twist on it or some bullshit. That's exactly what you're talking about. Like they didn't make their own shit in a lot of cases. They stole something other source material. Use it, use it in there. Same thing with like Final Fantasy or RPGs in general. They don't make up their own like mythological creatures a oh, lot of time. God, they no. just borrow from history or other myths. If none of that, none of that was uh, fair use or whatever, then you, people would be struggling to figure out all kinds of shit, and there'd be like I guess I don't know if it'd be like a, a creative drought, but there'd be like a creative like just strain on the public mm-hmm. where. Uh, like it's just the people just be throwing shit at the walls to just get it to stick. Like hope to God that they get something that sticks okay. So I mean, well, people I, do that I, with patents. Like people patent shit that all the time that before they can like make it work. Like that's you know I, I you know it. The whole thing is funky. My my point that like I I do think it's a manipulate. Like the laws regarding it are. Uh, have been easy to manipulate. And yes, that favors big dogs like uh, like Disney or Square Enix or Sony. Um, but I think it can also protect smaller, uh, smaller intellectual properties. Because think of it this way. Let's say I write, a, I, I make a video game, right? Uh, I create a cool story, premise, and mechanics right and it's starting to get big man i'm starting to sell tons of copies tons of copies and then some triple a studio uh let's say 2k games i'm not going to say that they would do it but let's just say 2k games is they're like boom we like those those mechanics in that storyline we're going to throw 20 times more money at it and make our version and just cut me out of the whole deal and i can't do anything because there is no legal ground for me to stand on. Well, what you're saying is a complete elimination of that. What I my side is you get double life expectancy out of whatever thing you're copywriting. I'm not for abolishing copyright altogether. I'm for abolishing the continuation of 
copyright, but beyond it's like a reasonable lifespan, I guess. Like, what would be a reasonable lifespan on an intellectual property then? Uh, like 25 years. Well, see, I don't think I agree. I think the reasonable lifespan on intellectual property is the life of the creator. Like, so if I create a story and a set of characters, I think those should be my story and my set of creators until uh, and creations until the day I die. Okay, well, that's fair too. But then you can't release those rights to somebody else. They have no, to be I, free. I think, I think I would be okay with that. But then the problem comes in with corporations where they they technically fill the role of like a person sometimes, and so like if a corporation owns Bullshit. the rights, yeah. So then, like, but I think I I, I would say like seventy five years, like max on a copyright, because that's I mean, so if someone makes something in their twenties and lives to be a hundred, like that's that's you know the long that's the max longevity of a person. So I'd say fucking 75 years fucking do it. All right. Fair enough. Like, I think we can agree with like that. Cause I mean, yeah. I think I could agree with that on any ground. Like if a company is making something like is solely their sole source of income is one intellectual property for 75 years, then yeah. Okay. You need to just give up the ghost. Like you, you should have like branched out and created new projects by now. Well, that's all about sustainability. You always have to have your hands in something. If you put all your eggs in one basket, you're fucked anyway. So There you go. So I think that's fair. Um, now, back to the other question. Have you ever played any or enjoyed any fan-created content, whether it be fan fiction or uh, like a fan sequel or remake or whatever? Uh, the only thing I have delved into fan side is fan translations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I don't... I can't recall anything that I've been following that got shut down like that. Like I know there's like there's a couple things like uh like this new Chrono Trigger remake type thing that's coming out that people were pissed off got shut down. Uh, I think there was like some other like high profile Square Enix thing that was coming out that got shut down. I think like some Zelda thing. Uh, like oh, there's a Metroid thing recently that got blasted pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean I personally haven't been like too hyped up or involved at any measurable level on any kind of project that was like later on discontinued or forced to shut down that I don't, so I don't really, I don't really follow things like that. Yeah. Um, do I, I mean, do I agree with it? No, not really. I feel like they can take better course of action. Like I feel in a lot of these cases, they could extend a hand to the person or like even like in the case of a project that's like harkening back to like something that uh, people liked in the past, like going back to like the the soul of a, a series or something, let's say, um, they feel like instead of shutting the project down, they should uh, like try to find some way to incorporate that into their fold and use that, like because pretty much a lot of the time they have what free uh, up until that point in time free. Uh, work i get labor free labor free assets uh most of the times a lot of these games are pretty much like 90 percent done uh like they could have a game that they could just put the finishing touches on or something rebrand as their own thing and sell it or at the very least like publish it for free and earn some goodwill and see where the feedback is at like from the consumer base and use that to be like, oh, well, maybe we should put some funding towards something like this, a project like this, and get some uh, income from it or something like that, as opposed to just throwing it, like just obliterating, obliterating it completely and throwing it in the trash kind of thing. 
I understand that. Um, and I agree that sometimes they should take a look at why a project is popular um, and reach a handout to developers and that kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, like a lot of a lot of time, you know, before there's active litigation, like these people creating these these projects will receive cease and desist letters. So they're not um, flat out right out the bat coming in with the we're going to sue you or uh like crush you they're they're going to send a legal piece of paperwork that it says look you really shouldn't be doing this uh like we would we would we want you to stop and then at that point that is uh in the develop like that puts it back in the developers or the creators hands right so if i let's say i got a cease and desist from square enix um first off i would stop work on my project i would notify my followers look i got a cease and desist um i am going to reach out to um the company's uh, pr department or human resources department and see if there's something we can work out where i could say continue on this project but in a a legal manner right like that would put the ball in my court so but often we see people either ignore the cease and desist because they assume that they're 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 legally protected because they're not making any money from it or what have you and continue on with the project and that's when we see like active uh litigation take place against a uh like creators and and content developers and so uh Yes, I agree, but at the same time, like there's there's a phrase, and I think I've used it on another show. It's called dilution of brand. All right, so every good fan created product that comes along, if companies bought them up and re and marketed them as their own or like to take a piece of the pie, that is what we call dilution of brand, and uh, that's often assumed to be not good. Uh, so I, you know, it, and that's high end sort of like corporate theory, and I don't know if I agree with it. I'm just telling you that's a thing that is said. So I, you know, it's uh, it's it's tricky grounds, man, and you know, it it does suck to want to create a fan thing, but then it blows up, and then you're worried about, you know, getting shut down. But I, th I think that if you're going into going into it with the mindset that you're using someone else's property, intellectual property, um, to make a thing that you want to make, that's just, just something you need to be prepared for. Like, why are you making a uh, Power Girl fan, fan movie instead of uh, something new? Why aren't you trying to make something new? Why are you trying to base it off of somebody else's existing property? Um, like if you, you know, why not write your own story? I feel like though, like I kind of agree, but I feel like though, uh, human progress is built off of the achievements of the people in the past. So yeah, but like they're, they're yes like and human no. nature, it's human nature to kind of, I uh, think like take a bit of everything from other people and then incorporate your own kind of spin on it. And see, so, that's, I think, I think we're talking the difference between, uh, innovation and iteration right and uh fan created content or f like fan like something that's based on something else is iterative and like there's always room for uh innovation right like 
innovation is what causes you know breakthroughs in technology it's not the repetitive iteration of a technology that makes it better it's often i mean it makes it better short term and short term and short term but then it's often like an innovative breakthrough that causes the next step you know what i'm saying like uh so uh sure but like the people that are iterating are not only improving their skills but so like let's say that they iterate or whatever and then they're gonna get better at something and then they get the stroke of genius that because they've been doing this thing for so exactly. many years or months they can they have the skills now that they've nurtured through this process to go on and make their own kind of innovation and like, see, so my thing is if you shut this down you're potentially neutering uh well, creative then, minds and stuff in the future then here's my question like if you are set on developing your skills through an iterative process so again let's take an example is like i want to make a uh dragon quest sequel right like i want to make the next dragon quest game i want to try and use those characters and that that world to develop my video game creating skills why do i need to make that public why can't i make the next dragon quest game for myself to work on my skills without having to focus on the creative side you understand what i'm saying like like you don't need to some people desire attention, right? That's the only explanation I can give you. Well, they, then, 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 then we're back around to you are using someone else's intellectual property to garner attention for yourself, right? Yeah, as long as you ain't getting paid for it, I ain't got a problem for it. All right, and then I think I, I, you know, it's that's how I look at it. It's how you want to look at it. It's fair with me. I just, uh, you know. Um, I think there are other ways. And I I think both on both sides of the road. Like I think uh, developers and people that own these intellectual properties should take a second and sort of look at what fans are creating um, and sort of make clear defined rules for people to play in that sandbox. So like think of like all the Star Wars fan films that are out there and how they don't shut them down. But they make, uh, they sort of celebrate it but find other ways to actively uh, protect their... Uh, their license right and that's harder for some other um types of ips but uh you know they're often developers that that bring these people on board you know or hire them and i think that's that's you know if someone shows an aptitude and skill um using your your medium you should really look at at that as a level of flattery but i understand the legal side where they have to they have to protect it or they'll lose it so Interesting side note. Did you know that Google wants people to stop using Google as a verb? Right? So, like, instead of saying, I Googled something, they would rather say you search for it on Google because they stand the risk of losing the Google trademark if the word becomes, like, like part of the English language. Yeah, no, same thing with uh, the people that bought my company out, AeroCare. Like, a lot of people were typing, it's A, capital A, E-R-O, capital C, A-R-E. People were just typing AeroCare, all lowercase, because who gives a fuck? Uh, we, got, we got a corporate email sent out, like, uh, <clears throat> uh, whenever you reference the company AeroCare in any type of discussion, please make sure you capitalize the A and the C, otherwise we risk uh, losing blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right, okay, what the fuck ever kind of thing so it's i guess it is a bit of like nuance to the stupid shit you gotta do but it's all bullshit to me so yeah corporate shit sucks um but yeah so i mean 
let's let's bring it back around. Uh, so just let us know if you want us to uh, create that Discord server, uh, and I'll do so because uh, I have the app on my phone. I've been using it to communicate with with guildmates in the chat channels. Plus, I mean, so it's a way we can all kind of talk in the same environment if people are interested in it. Because I don't want it just to be another thing that that nobody goes to. Um, yeah, we got like five people on the forums now. No, that's cool, and that's great. Like, if the forums still continue to be the best way for everyone to have a group discussion, because I don't think anybody's, like, really... Like, nobody's posting something on the forum that, like, that they want an immediate response to. So, I mean, it's... uh, That's a great place to... There's lots of people talking over there. I mean, or a few people over there talking, and I think that's that's great. I just didn't know if that was, like, an additional thing. Because I know some people are like, oh, you can make a Facebook page, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, it's like having to remember to, like, check the Twitter is enough for me. Like, if it didn't send me notifications on my phone when someone, like, mentioned me or us, I'd probably forget. So, that's that. Um, yeah, I keep forgetting to check the forum all the time because I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, I got to check the forum. And then, then, e- then email is great because that just goes right to my phone. It just pops up on my phone like a goddamn text message. But, like, Nick doesn't see those unless I send them to him. So, if there was, like, a way... For like all of us to be in an active conversation together, I guess that would be cool. I don't, I don't really know. I could definitely be down with that. So I'll make it. I'll be in there. If people want to come in, they come in there. All right. Fuck well, it. I'll fucking make it, and then uh, I'll give you. I'll put the link in the show notes so everybody can just click on that shit. That'll be fine. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about? I think we've been run, running, <laughs> running long in the tooth. So. Uh, I guess. I don't know if this is exactly the episode we wanted, or you wanted, copyright law and all that bullshit, but... Yeah, you know, I just wanted... I think, I think, okay, like, you know, uh, we'll have... Let us know if you're alright with us doing just a general discussion every now and then, it's kind of off-topic, because sometimes we don't really have time to plan out, you know, a list or, like, a production thing or... Or uh, anything we have to, you know, do a ton of research on. Sometimes we we just kind of, you know, we want to produce content every two weeks. So it's, you know, sometimes we just got to sit down and and talk stuff out. Because, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to do, like, flat out, like, news. Because it's so topical. Like, you know, it's no, it, you know, irrelevant in a month or two months. So, um. And it's hard to let our personality shine for that. Yeah, because we don't care, typically. <laughs> like, There's so little news in this realm that we talk about that we really care. I mean, what's the biggest news? Uh, oh, they're going to do a remake of this, or they're going to do an HD remaster. It's like, oh, well, okay. All right, I'll either be interested or I won't. Like, Yeah, well, speaking of, I'm picking up Skyrim on 28th. Kill me. Why? I don't know. Why do I do anything I do? There's no really explanation. You know, every time you go... I want to spend money on this thing I don't want. Just put it in a jar and hand it to me the next time you see me. That'll be fine. No, I'm all right. Because, I mean, you can help pay for server costs and all kinds of stuff. Just hand it right on over. Send it in the mail. Write me a check. Whatever works for you, man. I'll take it. No, no, I'm I'm okay. That's what I thought. Piece of shit. Um... Well, I guess that's it. I guess I can pull up the fucking outro music, huh? That's some shit. That's a show. All right. Well, see, here's the thing. You can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. There's all kinds of awesome stuff there, including other shows and our forums. You can follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. You can send us an email, podcast at therpgshow.com. You can 
please, 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 please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Each one counts and we love you for it. I hate seeing us listed below people that haven't put out a show in two, three years. So those rating and reviews really help with that. Uh, emails, let us know about the like Discord thing. I'll put that in the shit, I guess. I wish I could. You wish you could make really custom links for that, but you can't yet. Oh, boy. What am I forgetting? I don't think I'm forgetting anything. Uh, oh, yeah. Go check out Blaine and James over at the Is It Worth It podcast. Coolest dudes on the internet. Yeah, they're pretty cool. <laughs> Until next time. Later, guys. See ya. Nailed it. You gotta mix it up sometimes. Nailed it.